Welcome to Movies on the Radio. I'm your host, Sean, and with me is Pauline Gallinat, an illustrator and graphic designer in Victoria, British Columbia. Their film, Time Together, will screen during the second night of the Vancouver Island Short Film Festival. Pauline, welcome. Hi. Hi. I enjoyed uh, watching your film, and it struck me that paper is a very two-dimensional medium. Yes. Uh, and so for you, what are the particular challenges of bringing two-dimensional characters to life in a medium that's traditionally very three-dimensional, so that has a lot of depth and space and breadth? And so uh, your film is, uh, and I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, what what are some of the challenges and what, what's that experience like for you as a designer and filmmaker? Yeah, so um, I've been working, uh, as you said before, I'm mainly a graphic designer and illustrator, and I've been working with many different media, um, particularly with collage art. So it's just been a medium that I was quite comfortable with. And the film I was making... Um, happened during a, a 48 hour challenge up in the Yukon when I was living there. So I was quite limited with my time. Yeah, I just knew I could do something with it in this short time. Yeah, it, it all, all the decisions I made, uh, were quite in a bit of a panicky, oh, why did I sign up for this, uh, challenge when, yeah, I wasn't quite sure what it was getting to. And so, yeah, it was all very short notice and the decisions I made happened quite fluently. And yeah, I basically just started um, experimenting with characters to make. And I have done a few animated films before. And so, yeah, it just happened. (laughs) Speaking of graphic design so you're still telling stories as an artist you're doing it in a very different way so as a designer Mm -hmm. you're trying to tell a story with a single image often without text or narration or other things so you're looking to encapsulate a lot more much uh you're taking a large idea and really stripping it down into something simple and with film you have a lot more room to tell different ideas or to take small ideas and expand them out and so what has that experience uh, or a thought process been like for you to have the freedom to take uh, an idea and flesh it out and think about it with music and narration and movement and other things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always been a great different take from, as you said, from my day job uh, as a designer. So it's just a very different media that I have been in for a long like as a site job as to say um telling stories for that i always enjoy watching movies particularly short films 
Um, so I've been going to a lot of short film festivals uh, in Berlin when I was living there. And it's just, I love the way of you have one little story you want to tell. And with particularly with animation, you don't have a lot of wiggle room because it takes so much time to uh, edit it, to get down to the core. And I feel like, especially with animation, that can be done quite neatly. Yeah, it's just been fun to, especially as I got my friend Emma on board with that project. Um, she's a great storyteller. She's always fun to be around with. And yeah, with her, it just, again, happened quite organically how this whole little story came together. So you grew up in Northeast Germany mm-hmm. uh, and then from there uh, ended up in the Yukon, which is yes. about as far away from Northeast <laughs> Germany as I can imagine. And then yep, right. now down to Victoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those are, as in addition to being very physically distanced from each other, they're also all incredibly culturally different. So a very different cultural experience. How have those cultural differences shaped the types of stories that you're interested in telling? You know, you're experiencing different people and different cultural reactions. And has there been a shift in the types of stories that you want to tell based on your experiences in in living in these very different uh, places and cultures? So yeah, as you said, I grew up in an northeast of Germany and right after school I had a bit of a gap year in New Zealand which I feel like influenced me a lot in terms of just being much more open to other cultures other people Um, and again uh, when coming to Canada yeah it was definitely a big shift Um, especially coming from uh, Berlin after 10 years living there. Everything was much smaller, but I also realized it gave opportunities because the community was very tight-knit, but open at the same time. I could experience a lot, a different life there and also could tip my toes into fields like arts and film that I've only done on the side so far and I could actually professionally get them into my own portfolio and start exploring much more because there are just not all professions up there. So you could just get into fields that you're not already a specialist in. Um, so that was really exciting and uh, broadening my view and my my professional experience, which was really great. Yeah, uh, you've gained. I'm not. I'm not sure. Famous the word, but you gained perhaps a bit of notoriety, or certainly enough, uh, for being a competitive uh, for competitive orienteering in the Yukon. Oh, <laughs> uh, and talk about. Your, your passion for running through the woods with a map, a compass, and uh, no particular route to guide you. And what drew you into that passion? And if you're still doing it, what compels you to keep exploring that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I actually just learned uh, in the Yukon of that sport. Um, it is Apparently, everywhere in the world you can do it, but especially in the Yukon, you have these very wild forests and a lot of great maps up there that people created that just gets you to explore the nature and you're 
right in there. And what was a challenge for me and at the same time a great experience is that especially during COVID, they couldn't do it as an event. So you kind of had to go out there into the votes by yourself. And coming from uh, Germany, where there's not really any threat in terms of nature, no dangerous animals, no earthquakes whatsoever, we it's pretty secure up there, um, down there. So I uh, just had to get my bear spray and um, have my map in front of me. And because the challenge is so distracting, and at the same time, you're fully in the moment, I felt like I could get through my fear of running into any crazy animals up there. And yeah, it was it was great to have that freedom that I feel now much more confident in um, being being just in nature and in the Canadian wilds. <laughs> and have you brought that to the to the wilds of Vancouver Island? I mean, certainly Victoria has fewer of them, but north of Campbell River, it's all very forested and treed and and yeah. uh, and have you had the opportunity to bring that passion here to Vancouver Island yet? I I've I've done a bit of uh, orienteering here. There's a smaller club, but they're really vo- welcoming, so um, that's great. And I haven't explored so much wilderness down here. I feel like the hiking spirit was a bit bigger up there, at least for me. Yeah, just knowing that there's not too many grizzlies waiting around gives me a bit more uh, peace of mind too. So yeah, no. <laughs> A few more up north, but definitely okay. not quite as many as there are in the yeah, Yukon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask you some quicker questions now. So these are short questions. And if they evoke a one-word answer, that's fine. If they evoke a longer answer, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Cats or dogs? Cats, for sure. <laughs> Cats, for sure. Do you have a cat? I don't have a cat. We, uh, My dad still has a cat. We had some cats. And I just didn't grow up so comfortably with dogs but here in Canada I actually learned to adore and like dogs too. (laughs) What was the last film you watched? The last film I watched in cinema was Emily at the um, film festival that I worked for in Victoria. I did the graphic design, I did the program flyer so it was great that I had a pretty good idea of what was playing so I could pick the great movies. Uh, sound or noise that you hate? Um, I hate the noise of glass that came out of the dishwasher and rubs against dishcloth. <laughs> oh, the squeak. Yeah. The squeak, yeah. Best villain. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the movie Fifth Element. Yeah, the bad guy there just selling basically the whole world to uh to be doomed yeah it's pretty bad gary yeah. oldman uh <laughs> delightful and terrible yeah. uh waiting in line yes or no yes again i learned in canada that it actually is um yeah is kind of made pleasurable sometimes <laughs> last time you cried during a film yeah, that was definitely Emily when uh, when I saw it in the festival. Favorite swear word, or it could be the one you use the most. <laughs> and it's also okay if you don't swear. Not everyone does. 
Oh, I swear quite a bit. <laughs> I usually say damn it, but that's probably not a big swear word. What's a what's a good what's a good so I think there's this concept that uh and I think this exists for often in German we have these long words that often mean a combination of things or it's a long yeah. structured word. And is yeah. there a, is there a really good long German swear word? Is there a really good long German curse? It's got a lot of syllables in it. We saw say a lot like I just think of versions of damn is like verflixte nochmal verflixte acts. These are like words that are probably hard to pronounce for any <laughs> not German speaker. Verflixtacht. Verflixtacht. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going to use it all day. Uh, which song plays over and over uh, in your head for the soundtrack of your life? Is there oh. a song that plays over and over in your head? Um, I sing in a choir here in Victoria. So right now I have Harry Styles in my head quite a bit. Which um, which Harry Styles? Yeah, I'm really bad in names, if you might have already noticed. <laughs> For many of us, we when we look in the mirror, we have a hard time picturing ourselves older than a certain age. Uh, so it's it's a way that even as we get older and some of us get gray hair and some of us get wrinkle, we still feel stuck at a certain age. And so what uh, what age are you stuck at now for the rest of your life? Or have you reached it yet? I'm usually pretty present in my age and I really like aging. Um, so I'm probably stuck at 35 right now. I always think I'm a year older than I actually am. <laughs> um, so yeah, 35 is a good one. Are there any films that you watch ironically, even though they're bad, they have a special place in your oh. heart or watch and maybe laugh at it while you're watching it because it's just absurd or silly, even mm. if it's not trying to be? Well, I'm I'm not a big fan of too cheesy movies, but sometimes I get in the mood. So I've just watched Notting Hill recently and it's a great movie. But yeah, I really need to get into this um, mood and laugh a bit about myself then. It's a different it's a different headspace to watch a movie like mm -hmm. Notting Hill and not take it or yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, jazz or rock and roll? Ooh. Jazz, I would say. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no. It's okay. Well, thank you Pauline so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Once again, Pauline's Film Time Together will screen during the second night of the Vancouver Island Short Film Festival, coming to the Malaspina Theatre at Vancouver Island University on April 21st and 22nd. Uh, you can purchase tickets for the festival at visff.com, and you can purchase tickets for one or two programs, or because there's so much great content, why not buy a pass for the whole festival? Before we let you go today, Pauline, is there anything that you'd like people to know? I would always go for uh, a short film program. There's always great movies that you will enjoy. And yeah, it's really hard to um, have a bad night at a short film night because there's always something that you will love. 
Well, Pauline, I'm going to quote you on that. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you again so much for coming. I really appreciated and enjoyed getting to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. I look forward to meeting you at the festival this April. Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Movies on the Radio is produced by Sean Inns and Zoe Heath. Engineered by Zoe Heath. Produced for the Vancouver Island Short Film Festival. Learn more and purchase tickets at visff.com.